every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jordan. What? I feel like a young Omar. Come back to us. We're very friendly. Much love. And welcome to a brand new episode of Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. This episode edition is episode number. It's going to be 46 or 47. We've got to make sure. It's going to be 46. 46. Okay, I just want to make sure because we did have a nice little special yesterday for you guys. Um, of course, we did interview Mr. Jeff Fry, which was such a wonderful experience. We had a great time. But most importantly, how are you doing today, Jer? Uh, Maddie, phenomenal as always. Like you were saying, we did do an interview yesterday uh, with Jeff Fry, which will be being released tomorrow. It is all edited and ready to go. So it'll be out tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. Sorry, Friday. It'll be out Friday. Yes. This episode will be out on Thursday. And that's exactly how we want to run that uh, today. But once again, thank you so much to Mr. Jeff Fry for joining us yesterday, taking part of his time. to uh, He gave us a long, uh, a nice long interview oh, yeah. about his baseball yeah. career, about Shigon Nation. Uh, make sure you guys check it out. Once you guys listen to the episode, if you don't remember listening to this episode, check out Shigon Nation, ShigonHitting.com, all that great stuff. Um, but Eddie, what was your was favorite part? Time. What was your favorite part of yesterday? Uh, honestly, I have never... No, I'm trying to think about it. Yeah, it's the first time I've ever talking to a former Major League Baseball player for longer than a second. Longer than the you know, hello. Hi, right? Hi. Um, Hi, I'm Matt. Um, exactly. Um, just his, his story. I really enjoyed it. I feel like coming from a guy who, you know, worked really hard, had a lot of success, and he, he put in a lot of years in the Major Leagues. You know, eight years is tough, you know. And uh, what was his career batting average we were talking 290. about? 290. 290 yeah, or 347 so, on base. Yeah, so. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was, just a, great, was, a, great, was a great guy points. to, you know, talk to and pick his brain. I know you led most of the interview, so it was just great kind of listening as well. So it was awesome. Yeah, no, like to me, the, my favorite part was kind of like you kind of just talking to a major leaguer for more than five minutes. Yeah. It's always a lot of fun just to hear the stories. And I think my favorite part was him telling his stories and it being so theatrical. Like yeah, every time had the, this guy had to perform, you guys, yeah. it was like Sorry. a freaking video game. You know, like they yeah. like the show moments, like do yeah. this, bottom of the ninth, blah, 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 blah. Now go yeah, once you guys uh, get a chance to listen to it, um, at every level that he's been at, he's going to have like, you know, when the time came to shine, like he was saying, he came through and he really did. So that was, that was great. So um, that's going to be a special for you guys for episode number 45, 46. However, uh, we got a special one for you guys today. It's going to be an all baseball special. Um, but be- <coughs> excuse me. But before we need to do what we always do, which is random question of the day. And today yes. Yes, it's yes, brought yes. to you by me. <laughs> well, I'm the one who came up with it, but did I really come up with it? Kind of not really. <coughs> excuse me. I'm going to be, uh, I'm a little under the weather, but don't worry, guys. We are zooming. I am home and safe, but just, uh, just a little heads up. Sorry if I keep coughing. Um, Jared, What's we up? have a little game. I have a little game for you. Um, I love games. Okay, so I'm going to list ten players. Okay. Now, <clears throat> don't worry about connecting these players. If you feel like you know what they're all connected, no worries. Not a big deal. Don't say it yet. Let's wait until the end. But I just want you to rate these players. Who do you think is the best? Who do you think is the worst? Okay, it's going to be 10. So off the top of your head, try to do it as fast as you can. Okay. Don't worry. I think it's going to be pretty easy. I don't think it's going to be hard. I don't think you're going to be able to be like, oh, that's tough. I don't know who to put. Okay. You'll, you'll kind of see where I'm going with this in a second. Cool, cool. All righty. <clears throat> the first player we're going with is going to be 
Miguel Cabrera. Okay, remember Miguel Cabrera. Mm -hmm. uh, Detroit Tigers, Miguel Cabrera. Followed by Mr. Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. Following Ken Griffey Jr. is a great catcher in itself. Joe Maurer, retired catcher Joe Maurer. Okay. Following is, we talked about him yesterday uh, on the interview with Jeff Rye, kind of compared him to him, Dustin Pedroia. Oh, Dustin okay. Pedroia okay. is your fourth player. Fifth player coming up, I think a very underrated player, won MVP, Andrew McCutcheon, still playing for the Philadelphia Phillies. I didn't like uh, it when he won the thing. I remember that. I was not a oh, fan okay. of his uh, MVP. Following that is the bringer of rain, Mr. Josh Donaldson. Okay. Then we have Aaron Judge, who also okay. was talked about in yesterday's uh, interview, which is kind of funny. These names, I, I did not even notice that, but it's kind of funny that they brought it up. Adrian Gonzalez, former Dodger, uh, I would say maybe even a Dodger legend, Dodger fave, uh, fan fave. Uh, Bryce Harper, okay, canalizing player. And, of course, our favorite, the wild horse, Yasiel Puig. You have 10 Ooh. players right there. Okay, so I was uh, thinking. Do your best to just kind of rack sort them out. out. Uh, top 10. Uh, yeah. You know, 10 to not 1. So at first I thought you were just giving me like former MVPs to mm -hmm. rate them out, but Puig doesn't have an MVP, and I wasn't sure if um oh my god I just forgot not the two before Puig two before Puig uh, Adrian Gonzalez yes I don't think he has one so I was no like, he does not mm. so if I had to rate those I'd probably put overall ability. Sure, however you want. However you want. This is your ranking. Who do you think are the um, best players? Yeah, if I had to start it off, Ken Griffey would probably be one. Perfect. You know no complaints from um, anyone, I hope. Number two, I think, was Miggy. Miggy, okay, I like that. Um, trying to think of where, who else was on the list. Did McCutcheon, you? Donaldson, uh -huh. Judge, Gonzalez, Harper. Harp, Harper's a tough one, man, because Har Harper, when he's going right, is like – one of the best players. You know, put Harper third overall. Okay, Harper third. Okay, he has a okay. talent for it. Um, I'd put McCutcheon probably fourth. McCutcheon fourth, okay. Fifth. Okay. Mm, Adrian Gonzalez said, for a long time. Adrian Gonzalez, okay. Adrian Gonzalez. Okay, so that's five. Six would be probably Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, okay. Um, so if you I have, have Puig, Maurer. You have, you have Maurer left, Pedroia, and Puig, right? Or maybe one more missing one, but those are the three okay. yeah, for sure. That come Pedroia. Okay. Oh, and Donaldson. Oh, no, no. Okay. Donaldson, Pedroia, okay. Puig Mauer. Puig Mauer. That's it? Yeah. Perfect. That's okay. Them, right? So, no, this is no ranking of like, oh, you're off or whatever it is. Do you know? I think you should know, but maybe you but don't. Yeah. What these players that I just named have in common? Gold gloves. Okay, uh, no, they don't have gold gloves. Um, for the cycle. Cycle, no. Last <sighs> one. Last guess. Um, I have no idea. Okay, so <clears throat> these are. This is counting from the show nineteen, which is Bryce Harper, the last ten cover athletes of oh, MLB the Show. Oh, there you go. Of MLB the Show, and <clears throat> now we has one. <clears throat> we had one. I know that's why they're actually ranked. This is this is a separate ranking called. The, you know, like ranking the last 10, but by player ability, obviously Puig is last because he did not turn out to be what he was. I he guess was Maurer, would, I should have probably put Maurer ahead of Puig. It's okay. He's a cover. Uh, Maurer, I think, is actually, he's pretty nicely on there. He's number three. Well, you know, That's it how, depends how you how see so. Maurer. Maurer, at time of cover, 
one of the best players in baseball. Mauer's exactly. whole career where he played half his, half his career catcher, half his career first base. First base, he is not a top 30. He's not a top 20 first baseman. No, no, no. Catcher for sure. I catcher, agree with he's you, probably the best he, one. Yeah, he's just a good hit. He's a great hitter and everything. You know, almost came closest probably ever to hitting that 400 mark, especially for a catcher. is crazy. But anyways, Puig, uh, this 2015, obviously 2013 is when he came on the city was super huge. 14, he was solid. Maybe not the uh, not as good, but still still solid. Um, but anyways, the whole point I'm asking you this, um, MLB 20, if you can refresh my memory, I'm not sure if you remember. Do you remember who the cover athlete of 20 Javi is? Javi Baez. Okay, Javi Baez. I didn't so, like that one. Okay, so we can you know do Javi Baez and take out the 2011 one, which was uh, our 2009 one, which is Pedroia, I guess, is the oldest setting okay. in this one. But my question is to you, Yeah. MLB 21. Who should be on the cover? Who should be on the cover? Because there's one. there's been no real answer. I've been looking. I've kind of just kind of looked around. They have rumors of who could be, they, but there's no there's no guarantee. Fine print. Yeah. There's no so, guarantee who it is. Who would you put as twenty? I have three candidates. Okay, I like it. Yeah. All right, nice. Give I have me, three give me candidates. So candidate number one has never been on the cover of the show. Okay, alrighty. And he is the biggest star in baseball. However, his marketing has not been done very well yeah i think i know where you're going mike trout yeah mike trout needs to be on the cover how How can you not have i can't not have mike trout he's been the best player in baseball for about five seven five to eight years probably five seven five to eight years already he needs to be on a cover the second one i would have is actually a kind of a maybe like a team one okay dodgers trophy okay i like that one kind of surrounded by kershaw yeah surrounded by kershaw and bueller i think that would be a great picture right there or even if you put Bellinger right behind him with Seager. I think that'd be a hell of a, a hell okay, of a thing. Okay. Um, and the last one would be he was actually voted on MLB Network. They did they do the poll to be the player. Mm-hmm. Fernando Tatis. Ooh, okay. I can definitely see young, Fernando Tatis. He's young, energetic, willing to do the marketing stuff. Probably relates a lot more to the kids that are playing the game. Mm-hmm. So I think he would be perfect for it too. The only thing I like with me that. is that he's only has he has like a year and a half under his belt, if if that. So it might be a little too soon. Hey man, they give Same, it to Puig. That's what I was gonna say. I Same think, thing with Puig. I don't think Puig should have got one either. Exactly. No, we're I, we're agreeing. But you know, Puig got one. Tatis has been Tatis is a I bigger star, I think. Already and has already been better. I think. Yeah, no, no, he's already better of a player. Um. So for me, I like your trout. I think it's a spot on. It should be trout. I don't know what if not now when. He might he's not, already 30, not, so I don't know at what point you're going to put him on there. Exactly, because who knows? I mean, I'm pretty sure he can win another MVP, but the the, mo- the most likelihood is that he will eventually trend a little lower, like start trending down. I'm not saying he's trend down. I'm not saying, trust me, so we're, I'd be crazy to tell you trend down, like, oh, no, no not anymore. But instead of so 100% MVP, I, he might be like the 80% MVP. So maybe. why not give it to him like three, two years ago when it was like 100% now? There might be a little more debate, yeah. better players, right? Um, I like that one. Um, I like the, the Tatis one. As much as I love the Dodgers one, I feel like they wouldn't do like a team one because they always want to do like a player. They like to do the player. The thing I would do with that one is, you know how they kind of have like MVP editions? Yeah, yeah, you do, you do you, a you separate do, one. Yeah, so like NBA 2K, they, yeah. have, they, they have the regular cover, which is this uh-huh. year was Zion. Yes. And, and then the legacy, the legacy one is Kobe. 
Exactly. I, I would, uh, that's I would do a regular one, Tatis, MVP version, Dodgers. That's fine. I that one I can agree with you. So I'll go with those two, and then for that middle spot that you had, that one I'm gonna just put a regular player. I think you can make an argument for Mookie Betts. Uh, I mean, you know. So my thought process was Mookie, but then <laughs> yeah, I look at the whole and mm-hmm. the, what's being accomplished. To be honest, there's there's an issue that Kershaw doesn't have one. That's true. That, that's Best a pitcher in the game for how long? Now the only issue is he's a pitcher. Look at all yeah. the names you just listed. No, yeah, exactly. Zero no, pitchers. I don't, I don't remember the last pitcher that was on it will be the I show. Do you remember? There has been one. Mm-hmm. So that would be the issue, and and that's fair because these guys come out once every five days. Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't think anyone's really like. Or if they did like a side. Man, I got things in my head now because you know they usually have like a couple tiers of the game, especially if yeah. you do the digital. Yada yada yada. I would have done yeah. a regular one. I would do a Cy Young version for cool. the best pitchers, cool. championship yeah. version, which, you know, those three versions, like the top one comes with like 30 packs, this guaranteed yeah. player, yada, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Middle one mm. comes with a Cy Young guy. Gotcha. The last one no, is no, just their no, basic no, version. You. That's what I would do if I was, who is it? It's uh, San Diego, San, San Diego Media or something mm-hmm. like that, 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 that creates the game. Yes, they are. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. This one of the studios or yeah, studio, whatever San Diego studio. <laughs> well, anyways, that was our um, random question today. Thought it'd that be kind of cool because we're doing a whole baseball thing, a little bit of uh, video game for you guys. Most of us still trying to stay home and be safe. So check out MLB if you want to and play play along with us if you want. Question um, for you before you go yeah. before you get going. Have you no been worries, playing sorry. the show? I have not. I've taken a little break. Um, I haven't, yeah, I haven't played much, but uh, have you? No, I haven't played, I would say, in about two months. You know you know when playoffs are going on? Remember I kind of yeah. told you I stopped playing a little bit before that? Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say it's been that long. I jumped on it once just to kind of take a peek and see what they had out there. Um, if you haven't been on lately, you're able to get every superstar now or every of the, you know, the three bosses per mm-hmm. inning. You're able to get all of those, a lot of packs. There's just a lot of crazy stuff out there. World Series players. Um, oh, there's a crap load. I, once the Dodgers won the World Series, my baseball mind just kind of like, just totally just kind of relaxed. And I was so like, it's so weird. It's like you you love the moment so much, but baseball in general, you just need like a little break from. Mm-hmm. No, we I had no problem. Obviously, we talk about it on our on a podcast. No, we're, it's always fun talking about it. But actively thinking about it, playing it, trying to like, you know, think, relive those Dodger moments. Um, as much as it's fun now, it was stressful at the moment. So sometimes it's just a little breaker from even playing because that's the only way I can feel like I'm a professional. So when I play on MLB <laughs> the show. MLB the show. So, um, well, but, go ahead, I sorry. I missed my opportunity to be a professional this year yeah. due to everything going yeah. on. It was funny. I was joking around. I should, yeah, I should be packed. My flight would be Friday, Friday morning yeah. to, head out, to head out to camp and yeah, I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, man, sucks. This thing sucks. took away my or our great vacation that we have planned <laughs> to go yeah. on a cruise and go party for a little bit. That's true. That's took true. It took a lot. Baseball, it took a lot of stuff away, but um, took away <laughs> all of our summer trips and I, I don't want to say it took away because you know there's a lot more things going on with it. But like you look back it, at the year, reflecting on it, and you're like, damn, it's, like it's, a lot it's got, a lot happened. Yes, it's, it's it's natural. We're not saying that we're not appreciative of what we have, but it's the truth is the you know that's a matter of fact. Yeah, we did have things planned, and fortunately, took away from us, took away from a lot of people. But uh, like we said, we are thankful that we are here and we're good. Um, but we did miss a couple of uh, 
of news of going through uh, since we, you know, yeah, haven't really uh, talked holidays. as much since, since the holidays, you know, with the little break, we did our fa- NBA fantasy draft. Once again, everyone, thank you guys for joining us, uh, being part of that. NBA will be a topping, uh, uh, talking point for our next episode. But for now, like we said, we'll stick to baseball. A few things that we've missed that we've uh, wanted to go over. Don't worry, there's not too much player movement, but just to give you guys a little update on where maybe you might see some new players. Um, the big one that started on Thursday, which is Christmas Eve, Josh Bell. Josh Bell of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Of course, last year was a yeah. – but, uh, I mean, not tw- sorry, not 2020, 2019 first 2019. half was a uh, MVP candidate. MVP, yep. I mean, he was, he was killing the ball from both sides. He plays a good defense. Uh, he was traded. He was traded from the Pittsburgh Pirates to the Washington Nationals uh, for right-handed pitchers, Will Crow and Eddie Yen. So they're just minor league pitchers. Minor league guys. But um... Overall, uh, Josh Bell, of course, he did not have a good second half to 2019, which he kind of tailed off. Still hit like, I think it was like 280, but like almost 40. The power was gone. Was great. Uh, but he kind of just faded, and he looked, seemed to kind of pick up in 2020 where he just couldn't, you know, with a lot of players. Uh, lot what of do you think of, about this move for Washington? Washington side, great move. Absolutely mm-hmm. great move. Eric Thames, um, I don't know if you have it on the docket for today. Eric Thames I do. left to Japan. He's going he, back he, to – He went back overseas. He was re- originally in the Korean League. I think he went to yes. Japan this time. He's just switching so, from, you know. You had first base Ryan Zimmerman. Now, I think yep. Ryan Zimmerman's a good guy from everything I've here. He looks like a, just a good old ball player, but he's past his time. Yeah, he's 36. He's, he's a free 36. agent, so he's not even signed himself. Oh, exactly. So, And you have Josh Bell, who has shown to be MVP candidate, yep. MVP caliber yep. pe- player. To me, if I'm any man, any front office out there, 2020, I look at it, but I'm not focused on it. Yeah, I like it. And the reason I say that is you look at all the – kind of MVPs of the past few years are stars. Cody Bell, <laughs> yep. dreadful season. Christian Yelich, who arguably was the best hitter in baseball for yep. about three years already, right? Mm-hmm. Awful. Awful, yeah, awful, awful. Um, I want to say Mike Trout had a down year. I'm trying to, th- I know there's a bunch of other stars out there. That yeah, yeah, it yeah. Just, it wasn't panning out. You, these guys get in certain habits – Throughout the season, whether it's, hey, I need to come to the ballpark, get my exercise in, get my drills in, whatever it might be, get my hitting in to get ready for the game. You don't get to do that no more. There's no more going and checking the video, mm, pulling my hands or whatever it might be, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 2020 to me, grain of salt. Heck of a pickup. I don't know if Josh Bell is the greatest defensively. He might be mediocre there. Yeah. But left hand, right hand, good. And not only that, he's going to go ahead and bat behind Juan Soto. So if you decide not to pitch the Soto, you got to pitch the Bell. And we've seen Bell yeah. have some pop. Yeah, Bell, I mean, his career, uh, four seasons already. So he's 2016-2020, so he's the well-established major league. He could be a veteran already, maybe a little on the younger side. But 261, 86 home runs in his career, 309 runs batted in. So in four years, four years and a half, he could even do three years if you want. 309 runs batted in. You know, that's almost 100 RBIs. 100 if, you, if, you, yeah. Yeah, if you want to average it out, um, might be a little less, obviously, but it's came in third in the 2017 um, Rookie of the Year voting, 255, 26 home runs, 90 RBIs. 2018 hit a little better, but not as much power. And then, of course, 2019 was really, like we said, progressing and kind of hit a wall. And then 2020, like you said, take a look at it, but don't 
take it with take it with a grain of salt. Uh, 226, eight home runs, 22 RBIs. Not only that, he's a cheaper option for the Nationals at first base. He's going to go into arbitration. He's probably not going to get a ton. Probably yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, just to be clear, he, his money that he made in um, 2020 um, after the 2019 season, uh, $4.8 million. Of course, things changed because of the pandemic season, oh, but so you can tell that his, his the, what he was going to make is not as much as maybe uh, contract Ryan Zimmerman from the past or, like you said, uh, Thames. Maybe it's maybe the same as Thames, maybe a little cheaper, but now you have a young guy who's younger, a guy who's under control for a little bit. I think See if you can get some for him. Yeah, 2021, was- 2022, uh, great pickup. If I look at it <laughs> the other side of the spectrum, though, I go to Pittsburgh. I don't like that the league is willing to give top picks to bottom feeders who are purposely going out and losing ball games. Yeah. Because right here, what did Pittsburgh just do? They kind of set themselves up to get a top pick, right? They're not out there trying to yeah. compete. And that's an issue with me. I think Yeah, and no, I agree with you. As a as me as a competitor, I want competition on the field. I want somewhat of an equal balance. I'm not saying set a salary cap. I'm not saying it's not fair that smaller market teams aren't able to do what big market teams can do. It's none of that. It's everybody there is a billion dollar owner. Everybody can fork up some money to make your club competitive. And if you're choosing not to, you shouldn't be uh, rewarded for it at all. There was a thing in the NBA past few years, the process, right? And with Philly, I had read some articles on it and kind of read a proposition that could be made that once your team is out of the running for playoffs, team with the best record gets the number one pick. That would okay. kind of push you to win, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Like if I'm, let's just say baseball terms, first 100 games, I could probably tank it. If I go 50 and 50 or actually like 30, what would it be? 50 and 50, 30 and 70, and then try to yeah. win out. You deserve a higher pick because now you're putting the competition on the field, especially towards a playoff race, which is a lot more respectable than what we used to see. These bottom yes. feeders put it, bringing these young guys up that aren't ready, throwing them on the field, just let them get at ABs, and they're getting hammered. There's just no competition yeah. there, right? No, yeah, you're right. I know here at least on the west side, uh, or the west coast. How many times have we seen? <laughs> how many times have we seen the Dodgers in September kind of steamroll because they're playing? lesser competition because yeah. the Rockies are out. The Giants are out past years. Padres are out. All the Diamondbacks have been out of it. You know, it's just not fun to watch. No, I agree. I agree. It's not a, it's, it's, it's really, um, it's embarrassing sometimes to watch, uh, what they're nope. putting on in the field. I understand a lot of you guys are young and they're trying, you know, they could be good in a little bit, but they're just so young and just not ready. I'm getting pushed out there and trying to play. Um, mm-hmm. I did not notice that from the pirates point of view, uh, since 2019, uh, Neil Huntington, who was their GM, he had a reputation of asking for a lot for, you know, relatively well, interesting deals. Let's not forget uh, now, uh, the recent one. Exactly. Uh, that was a year. Was it Rivero? Was, uh, yeah. Uh, no, Vasquez, right? Felipe Vasquez. Oh, Felipe Vasquez. Uh, I want Dustin May and Gavin Lux. Exactly. And that year, the end of that year, he got relieved of his duties. Uh, so it's been a wonderful year of Ben Sherrington. If that name is not familiar to Cubs? you or the or the or the the viewers, he is the former general manager of the Boston Red Sox oh, Red in Sox. 20, 2011 to two thousand fifteen. So two thousand thirteen was 
he was the one who led them to a World Series. Of course, last place and first and last place. Yeah, I was going to say, wanna... I don't know if that's the necessarily the right yeah, guy for you. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. But maybe a guy who's a little bit more of a new, uh, you know, new age thinker, the new style of baseball, which a lot of these GMs are trying to look for because um, I'm not saying that Ben Sherrington is like, I don't think he's that young, but he's definitely more on the, uh, he's 46. Uh, he's more he's, of this he's a younger, uh, guy. younger style, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I just wanted to mention that. Um, so players, so on the move, other than that, Josh Bell, because I think that was the biggest one until obviously we'll get closer to the ones we know we've all talked about and we haven't really gone over. But um, a couple of names that you might remember, Adini Echeverria. Oh my God, Cam, why can't I say Echeverria? Echeverria. I couldn't say that. I used to be able to say it all the time. Uh, he's going overseas, playing in Japan. Uh, former friend, Charlie Colbertson with the Dodgers, uh, also was with the Atlanta Braves, has signed a minor league contract with the Texas Rangers. Of course, you mentioned Eric Thames going to Hapon. Um, <clears throat> there are a couple names here, which are the Potters one and the Rays, but we'll get to that one a little later because that's, you know, we'll have a little more bulk on that one. Uh, Hansel Robles, who I think is a decent reliever, has had a decent career. He is now with the Minnesota Twins. Mm-hmm. Um, Juan, no, don't worry about him. I just saw Gr- uh, Gratterall and I thought, hey, that sounds like <laughs> Gratterall, but different Gratterall. Really quick. Uh, uh, yes. Just on uh, ha- uh, Robles. Yes. There's a reason I'm not a fan of his. Yeah, I mean, Can I don't think guess a lot why? of people. Uh, um, it has nothing to do with his performance. No attitude. What is it? His his walk out of the bullpen song really bothers what is it? me. What is it? It's the Undertaker's theme song. Oh, really? That's what he does. It really bothers you're, me because you're, you're, you're not uh, you're not dominant enough to walk out to that. Yeah, you are a big uh, uh, wrestling fan, so that can walk is, out to that. That, one. that does irk you. Um, I did. I did. That you mentioned that uh, 2019 version of Robles, 23 games with the Angels, 2.48 ERA. Uh, but the 2020 season, again, a lot of people had a tough time, so he's one of those. But maybe he can bounce back, add some depth to that twin bullpen because I believe they did lose uh, Tyler Duffy. No, something Trevor May. One of them went to New York. Do you remember that? I forgot which guy it was exactly. But uh, butter, <coughs> the butterfly guy. Is it butterfly Ty Buttery? Guy. Oh, what? Ty Buttery or something like that. I want to say Ty no, 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 not, not, not Ty Brother. There's another one that went to the Mets from the, uh, from the Twins. Trevor May, that's the one that he left. He went to, he was with the Twins and then he moved oh, over. Oh, yeah, yeah, to, now he moved over. Yeah, 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 now he, he went to the okay. Mets. I thought um, you were talking about from the Angels. I was like, uh, I'm not too Oh, sure. gotcha, sorry, because we're oh, still yeah, on Trevor the, May signed. One. I think that's a good signing for the Mets. Um, yes, yeah, Trevor May was pretty good. Um, he's had 3.86, but he had a, he had a good, uh, I think his slider was his out pitching. He was like, Almost above sixty percent of the time. Um, Adam Engel, who is on arbitration, but he's signed. He's a good defensive outfielder. Um, Where did Ross he sign Detweiler, that's an old name. Uh, who? I'm sorry, Adam Engel. Yeah. Uh, just resigning, avoiding arbitration White with Sox, the right? Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Your team, yes. You're, you're. I don't know if you're going to go with them again for another. another uh, well, year. it wouldn't be a surprise um, team. So. <laughs> Not a surprise team anymore. We got to do new ones before the season starts. Uh, Sandy Leone, who was uh, the former. Uh, Boston Red Sox as a backup catcher to Christian Vasquez, uh, minor league contract with the Miami Marlins. Um, Kirk Casale signing with signing oh, as a free that. agent uh, with the Giants. Uh, Andrew Suarez, who was with the Giants, has been released. He's going to play overseas. Um, let's see, last couple ones. Robbie Grossman uh, signed as a free agent uh, with the Detroit Tigers, a two-year contract. Saw that one. Um, Robbie Grossman last played. If you can help me out with the athletics, that's right. 241, eight home runs over this last year. Kind of a uh, 
utility outfielder, I would say, right? Kind yeah, of, yeah, kind of bounces around, there. I think. Um, Justin Smoke has left the MLB and decided to go overseas. I was a little surprised by that one. How about you? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I feel like he's one of those guys that one year seemed like he can – didn't matter what he would hit, right? Hit like 40 home runs, and then all of a sudden just couldn't really find it. Um Greg Allen, a small name, but he got traded to the Yankees from the San Diego Padres. Uh, that's so much. That's so far like the movement we have. It's very light so far. Uh, still very early into the new year. Um, I believe though, spring training or you know report dates already in February. That's that's crazy how fast it goes. End of February, know? right? Pitchers report. Um, did you happen to see Corey Kluber is scheduled to pitch? I, I think within about the week or so. Uh, to try to for any teams see that are interested. How he's at. Um, apparently the Red Sox are interested. Apparently the Red Sox have been interested in everybody, though. Um, <laughs> That's true. They have been. If I'm him, what, what would you do if you were him? Um, would you yeah, rather like, go to a bottom feeder to to? like the Red Sox, or do you think you should go somewhere where you're not forced to be the guy? You're not forced to rush back? Hey, if you can give me 15 to 20 good starts, okay. What would you I do? Think this what- I think it's what you need to go to someone who doesn't expect that from you, but also where you can, excuse me, contribute a little bit, play for for some meaning. I I, I think he, well, I don't know his contract's that. I'm not sure if he ever signed like a big big deal. But he's gonna have to. Get. It's gonna have to be a flyer, right? Like a and two then, year deal. Oh yeah. Maybe thirty million dollars as an option. For sure, for sure, he's not gonna get a lot, so he's gonna have to find something like that. So um, I don't think he's gonna get a double digit salary at all really okay so i think we're a little bit different there uh, how much you think he's gonna get i i don't see why he wouldn't get 10 million for one year oh yeah i i think he's he's gonna be well you look in the past you can look at last year blake blake trying what do you get 10 million dollars yeah. for one year reclamation yeah, project right that's true that's true but he was at least pitching and he's a reliever well, like you, you do have a great point but Corey pitched why. last like year Cooper. like a game but he has had some injury issues. Um, I was trying to think of teams that have been known to kind of bring guys back and kind of revamp careers. Mm-hmm. One spot I could think of is Houston with their okay. metrics of spin rate and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure San Francisco is an area that does it, but I think San Francisco would be an area where you can go out there, pitch, and help your younger guys that are still developing. Okay. San Diego as maybe their fifth starter or returning to San Diego might be a good one. Okay. Because uh, right there, you don't need to count on him. He can pitch that every fifth day still. And if he gets hurt, you got plenty of options. And if you're going for it, you're going for it, right? You might as well make the yeah. chance. Or maybe he's an ace again. Who knows? thought the Dodgers would be a good one. And tell me what you think about the Yankees. I think the Yankees might be an option there too. Might be, might might be in it. Uh, yeah, I could see the Yankees maybe trying to see if they can salvage him, trying yeah. to get something from him. Um, um, but yeah, I was just a little uh, curious on your thought process there because I don't know. Something tells me in my gut he's going to make a difference somehow in twenty twenty one. I hope he does. I think he's a good pitcher. He seems like a cool guy. I you know it's been kind of unfortunate with the injuries that he's got. So I hope he just gets to contribute somewhere get to pitch some uh, meaningful innings. Um, but I'm not sure if he's going to get that much money. We might be a little bit on the on different sides there. But I'm not saying $1 million, but I'm not sure about, about 10, 10, 15 10 around 15. there. I don't think so. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, what else you got for me? 
we are now moving on to good thing we went to pitching. We're going to the reliever market because that is where uh, some of these high price and some sometimes where these guys move are first. Won. These these relievers that you were like, hey, where are these guys going to end up? Obviously, the main one we're waiting for is that JT Ramuto news. Um, but the reliever market, um, probably the biggest name is Liam Hendricks, so the former uh, Oakland Athletics, uh, followed by probably Brad Hand, Brad Hand, the lefty, yeah. who was pitching with the Cleveland Indians. Um, then you have a few names that are there. There's a lot of options, but Trevor Rosenthal, Archie Bradley. Um, as of yesterday, we had Blake Trini on the list, but of course he did resign with the Dodgers. We will get that at the latter half of this episode. Uh, but we have, let's go over, not to go all of them, but Liam Hendricks for sure. Uh, Liam Hendricks obviously was in the name. Maybe the Dodgers are interested. Personal personal opinion, I don't know about how you feel. Most likely us signing Blake Trinan. And, of course, more guys that we will mention later. I feel like Liam might be out of the picture now. I feel like the Dodgers are going to focus on more of their position play. Liam has drawn a lot of interest from, I believe, the White Sox. The Toronto Blue Jays has been a name that's been um, they announced a Giles? lot. Anyone that you feel like. He's uh, yeah, geared uh, towards. So, I think there's a lot of West Coast teams that could use him. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you could pick any West Coast team. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does it make sense, though, to go with the Giants? The A's are always in contention. Going back there might make some sense. <coughs> However, is the money there? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you can mm. scroll down to the Angels, which would be the next team on the mar- on the list. Yeah. Angels need okay. bullpen. Angels need any kind of pitching. So having an elite reliever can help definitely, especially when you don't have great starting. Mm-hmm. Close out those games. You got to get Mike Trout in the playoffs. Um, a super bullpen of, for the Dodgers would be really nice. Not expecting it. True. I'm kind of on your side. I think Blake may have been the piece. I saw – I know he's next on your list, but um, – I saw some reports that the Dodgers are in conversations with Brad Hand. I saw um, that. I feel like he's just cheaper, lefty. so that's an he option. Is a, that he's they a lot cheaper and he's a lefty. Go to. Um, right now, the Dodgers lefty is Scott Alexander, Victor uh, Gonzalez. I think Julio's going to start. Adam Kolarik. So ha- adding Brad Hand could make a little bit of sense here. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't need to be the ninth inning guy. Gives you an option no. to be a ninth inning guy, though. No, 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 I think he is, though. That's a good thing. No, I, I don't like think he is at this in time. In Cleveland, he was, like, so much like, you're the guy, get us out of the sitting. And I've seen, like, the last couple of postseasons, he struggled. So I feel like if there's too much on him, hey, you gotta, you gotta, on him I don't think it'll work. But now you do, like, a collection of guys. And on lefty, he's been – in the season, he's been, he's been lights out. So definitely a guy who can do it during the, the regular season. Um, so – no, I think so. Too. I like that. I like that one. I think he'll be cheaper too because I don't think he's as as expensive as Liam. And I agree. Uh, San Diego Padres. You know, we're make they're making a run. <laughs> I know you, you want to talk about their trades in a little bit, but mm-hmm. those guys are making a run. Those guys could use a back end reliever. Remember, Kirby Yates is Definitely. no longer on the team. He yeah, he's a free yeah, agent. You're right. Um, Yankees like to add bullpen. Minnesota can be an option as they've yeah. been in contention in over there in the AL Central. I think the White Sox make the most sense to me. At the end okay. of the day, um, they, they're they a team ready to compete. I know they have some bullpen guys, but having a lockdown reliever like that could push them over the edge. Remember, um, I think in every game, all three games against the A's in the postseason, their bullpen kind of faltered. They did. They did. And then also, I did want to mention, because you did mention the White Sox, they did lose their other um, main bullpen guy, which is Alex Colomay. 
Um, and he he's also a free agent though too. So he is a guy who not too much of a high strikeout rate, but definitely is successful in getting guys out. So <clears throat> he's another one to to look at it's as another well. Another option, but um, if I had to bet my money, I'm gonna go with the White Sox. White Sox. Okay, I White like Sox that one. one. I'll go Padres with the Blue Jays. Two. You see, I I when you mentioned Blue Jays, I was a little confused because I know they still have Ken. Yeah, Ken Giles yeah. is still out there, and that's been their ninth inning guy ever since they traded uh, Asuna. Uh, for uh, he's a, he, he's a free agent now, actually. Oh, he's a free agent this year. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's been uh, kind of hurt, too, so that's why I think you're not seeing a lot of, like, his name come up a lot. But, yeah, he is a free agent. That's so an option right there, could too. Be a possi- could be a possibility, too. And Ken's not bad. I just think he's got uh, – people remember him for Trying to blowing up in the playoffs. But he, he's every time in the season, though, he's been good. Yeah, no, he, he's a good pitcher. He got some strikeout stuff. He, he could be electric at times. Um, you don't need to use him as a ninth inning guy. So if you're in a position to win and your ninth inning is set, it's a good guy to have as a setup. For sure. Definitely. And he's close games for us, so there you go. Um, another name that we uh, I just wanted to add before I leave the reliever market alone, uh, Trevor Rosenthal, because he did – He I think he had an outstanding end to the season for the Padres. We didn't get to see him, obviously, because – They did. They got know, him. The Dodgers, did, the Dodgers did their business, but uh, – uh, some guy who definitely has revamped his career. Do you see him moving somewhere like a a team that that needs a closer? Do you to try to get more money? He's a tough one. He's a real tough one. Um, like you said, he had a great. I think he had a great career or a great career, great season last year. Twenty twenty was great. Yeah, However, I mean he was good. He's been good since like twenty thirteen. Twenty, he kind of fell off, Remember, right? And he he fell off with the, with the Cardinals. The Cardinals were like, "Yo, we don't even want you on the team no more at this point." And I think mm-hmm. they could give him some money, and they was head just go home. Um, yep. He's gone around to the Royals. I don't think that worked out very well. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he did, did he's better been bouncing around half or something like that, right? Yeah, or something like that. He's been kind of bouncing around. So uh, he's a guy I wouldn't pay a lot of money to. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, to me, I wouldn't pay multiple years. I'm sorry, I wouldn't give multiple years of big money. I would I give agree. you a one plus one for big money. Like okay. if you want fifteen million dollars, I'll give you the fifteen million for one plus one because if it doesn't work out on that first one. You're gone. So a two-year, $30 million contract is possible if you're willing to take that risk on him. Um, but that, that's the thing, though. That's a team that's desperate for a ninth-inning guy. Yeah. And uh, if you're not desperate for a ninth-inning guy, he's not making that much to me. He's probably a $6, 7000000 million reliever that you probably pitch in the seventh or eighth. And even, even in the eighth, I'd be a little hesitant. He could be a sixth, seventh guy more than likely if he's dominant and you push him up to the eighth. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I mean, um, mainly the reason why I brought him up is because he was with those Padres that we're going to be talking about now. Would you sign him, though? How can you you not uh, mention them and all the stuff that they've done over this whole break, right? Yeah. Uh, They've done a lot of movement. Um, What's your favorite so far out of all the ones they've done? Uh, My favorite was... It's not, it's not, trust me, I know I'm not saying like no, a... Favorite, but I, I like the move. <laughs> I like the move for them. I was... Blake Snell really got me. I was like, holy crap, Blake Snell's yeah. coming to the NL West. That's the difference maker to me. <laughs> I and, agree. Blake Snell is badass. So, yeah, Blake Snell, you got you Darvish. Darvish? Um, I know they traded Victor Carantini, who came along with you Darvish. Um, they traded away a lot of people, but technically kept intact their... Uh, they didn't get rid of guys. any of their top McKenzie guys. Gore is probably the one that you're that people are looking at. Like I didn't trade away him. It's a big lefty. Um, 
No, they didn't really give away anything big in the packages. It seemed no, like they, didn't. they were able to hold their pitching, which is ridiculous because you added two Cy Young candidates and you still have a plethora, like that word plethora, of guys that, that are trade chips or can make a difference in the club. Yeah. Um, man, they, they, they got some guys. I was kind of talking about it on one of the episodes. Of <coughs> just your thoughts on it. I had gotten a message, got a DM from a. From somebody kind of saying the Padres made big moves, but they're no better. Do you kind of agree with that? What is your thought? Um, can't wait, wait. So they said the Padres did make moves, but they're no better. They're no better because Clevenger will be out for 21. That is true. And their assumption is that Lamette is out for 21 as well. Remember, he does have some shoulder issues. Hasn't been announced yes or no for 21. Okay, so that's the thing. That is all on the news of what happened to the Nelson Lamette. Um, we can assume, let's just say, if he does come, uh, he might still be injured. He might not be 100%. We're not going to say he's going to come on, you know. We'll give him, let's just give him a 500 pitcher, right? Something like that. Let's just be fair and just say, hey, he, maybe he's not that good, but he's healthy enough to pitch. So he's just average. Now you have Blake Snell leading that rotation. You have Nelson Lament maybe slotted a little lower. Remember, Zach Davies was one of the pitchers who left. Now you do have you Darvish, who was very good. But he is 35, um, so I don't know if he's gonna, how good is he going to be next year. I still think he's going to be a really good pitcher, but I don't know if he's going to be dominant as a 60-game season. But Blake, you, which is very good. Uh, you have Chris Paddock, who the, all the Padres fans and Padres uh, organization are hoping he takes his step forward because I felt like he's kind of plateaued. Don't you feel like? Uh, I don't think he's year, really, taking really, really good. Kind of surprised everybody. I would say sophomore year, which is last year, a little tough. 60 mm-hmm. games, it's it's hard, man, for those guys yeah. to go out there and get ready for the games. And the good thing about him, I think he has the moxie. I think he, he has, has the, stuff. the he has attitude. Stuff. Uh, as far as I said, he has it. Yeah, uh, exactly. I think he does have the competitor's edge. Uh, do I think he's as good as what we saw maybe when he first started coming out? I don't think so, but I don't think he's as uh, the struggling 2020 version. I think, I think he's a solid pitcher. So then after that, who are you going with 4 and 5 if Lamet is – Kind of injured, like we might be speculating. Kusi, no, Lucchesi? They got Lucchesi, they got Gore, and they had another guy. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Lucchesi is like a, you know, number five, number four starters. Once in a while, have a good play, pitching day. Once in a while, might get blown up. Um, so I, I, I do see that. The one where, I, where I'm kind of – the reason why I'm trying to think, are they – they've gotten better pitching-wise. But we've proven that – as long as you pitch well, you know, as your pitching is outstanding, you will get them out. Good pitching always at the end of the day is going to get good hitting out, right? I think a lot of people say that. That is a common thing that is said. And did we lose to the pot or did the potters lose to us because, you know, they didn't score enough runs? No, it's because they didn't score runs at all. And so our pitching was that good. So did they improve their offense? Well, and you had an outstanding year from Manny Machado, uh, you know, almost MVP year from. From both of them, from him, Fernando Tatis, Trent Grisham. Um, I know they signed the shortstop out of Korea, right? I was I say, they got they him. Or the second baseman. Second baseman, uh, Cronin, 30 home runs. Conan worked like big, big steps. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the hitting because we outpitched them. That's the only reason. It's not because, you know, anything else. They outpitch us. Well, they got better in pitching, but they got to still be able to hit, especially timely hitting when it comes down to, uh, you know, in the playoffs. Yeah. We eventually, we'll meet them again. Uh, for me, though, I – 
yes, they didn't score runs. <laughs> yes, they didn't pitch great. Yeah. The Dodgers grinded them out, and it's kind of hard to hit well when you're constantly behind, right? You kind of press. Mm-hmm. To me, you're pressing all the time because you're on the field for 20 minutes every inning. Whether it was actual runs coming in, grinded out at bats, just a little mm-hmm. bit of runner, like a little bit of action, it's tough on the offense to kind of come in. <sighs> all right, well, we got to pick him up again. We got to pick him up again. We yeah. got to pick him up yeah. again, you're right? You're right, you're right. And uh, remember, we got we to remember, Clevenger pitched about an inning. Got got through the first inning real well, too, I believe. Yeah, he was and fine. Second inning through an 80-mile fastball and got removed, right? Um, I don't remember us. It's it's hard for me to remember right now, but I don't remember us blowing up, blowing up the starting pitching. I remember us kind of working them, and when that bullpen came in, yeah, we're gonna feast on you guys. Got to work, got to work, got to work. Yep. And that's to me the kind of the difference now. If you have great pitching and you can keep it zero zero at any time when you're hitting, you're taking a lead, right? Especially in today's yeah. game, you have the home run strikeout or walk. The home run will come. Mistake will be made, and you'll probably get it out of there. Uh, we could talk about their offense. I think the offense will be fine. Um, probably it'll be tough to see what what's up with Tommy Pham. I know he's a little older. Had a little bit of a run in this year. Um, you I still Gr- think they. I think like they, they got they another right improved. fielder too, right? And they picked up an outfielder. I think. I I don't remember. I don't. Know I can't remember anymore. exactly who, but I think they got an outfielder. You know, you got Hosmer. You got the Korean guy. You got Cronenworth. You got Tatis. You got Manny. You got Manny over there. You know, they got some guys and. Um, I, I think they're still better. So the question I had for you regarding their pitching, because of that statement that I got on the DM, yes, is Blake Snell better than Lamette? Yeah, I think so. Is Blake Snell better than Clevenger? Yes. So upgrade, right? Yeah, that's upgrade, sure. Is you Darvish better than Lamette? Um, I think it's... Close. That one's close. Um, I'll just give it to him because you've never just done it longer. Well, Lamette's only had one good year, and it was this twenty twenty year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Lamette better than Clevenger? I mean, not Lamette. Is uh, Darvish better than Darvish Clevenger? Better than Clevenger. You can make that argument. I think it's. I it's probably that one to me is the closer one. How sure, that like, one's you, like you've done you it know. more often, right? Clevenger yeah, he's done more like often. A, like if Clevenger was healthy, then maybe ah, uh, you know what? Well, Darvish just had a really good year. So, you look know, at his years, though. He's been season. pretty good other than, like, that one year in Texas when he was pretty yeah. bad. Even with the Dodgers, he performed here. So I just looked at it, and I said, okay, we're comparing them to these guys that they're supposed to replace. Yeah. They're better. Those guys are upgrades. Therefore, your team did get better. Yeah, your fifth starter might be McKenzie Core, might be Lacusi, or however you pronounce it, who's the number five guy, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you still got better. And that's why yeah, I'm, no, like, that's they, why they I'm saying better. like that better. team should be looked at as a World Series contender. Now I'm not gonna say they're up there with the Dodgers. You have gotta be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> all good. Um I'm not gonna say that they should be up there with the Dodgers, but I'm gonna say that they're a quality team. That you I do should quite, be looking at them. Sorry, and you don't have to um, What's up? No, I'm not I'm not ousting whoever DM'd you, but um did they <laughs> is it a Dodger fan or is it just a regular fan? Baseball fan. Baseball fan in general. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, I just think like I've seen on Twitter and stuff, people like Dodger fans kind of freak out, kind of like we okay. need to do something now, right? Because all the moves or mm-hmm. the Padres better. Just because they've gotten better doesn't mean they're better than us. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gotten better, yes, definitely gotten better. Like you showed, like it's better than him, it's better than him. I just think 
it's not only just a pitching standpoint. I just think the offense does not compare to what we do, the way we really grind out teams and um, grind out at bats. Mm -hmm. So that is the only reason where I'm coming from. But overall, yeah, they got better. It's well, the truth. To me, um, now they get they need a bullpen guy. Now they sign Liam Hendricks. Now you're kind of like, oh man, look a little more dangerous, right? Because mm -hmm. right now their bullpen is a little on the. To me, scare our, me. our bullpen and their bullpen is they're both toss ups. Yeah. For one month, we could be the best bullpen in baseball, and for one month, we could be one of the worst. Yeah. So that's just how I look at it, and they're the exact same thing. Um. Oh, my gosh. I lost my train of thought. Oh, what I was going to say is you are kind of talking about it on Twitter, right? You saw, hey, you got to go out. You got to make a move. Go sign this guy. Yep. Go trade for that guy. What we got to do, do something now. Now, I don't agree with those guys or those mm -hmm. people. Honestly. But I don't agree with the people that say Dodgers in five. You need to like, be closer. Who, like, shrug it off. Like, oh, yeah, so what? I'm not on that side either. Those, to me, are the <laughs> extremists. The extremists is you got to make a move, and the extremists is who cares. You're like, nah, like, nah, nah, nah. You still got to respect that's part of the game. You got to be like, hey, you know what? They got better. We have to be ready for them. Still have the confidence knowing that you'll you, beat them, you but not like that either. Like, like, pish posh. That's nothing. I agree with you. No, you're to me, you gotta be, exactly you got to look in the middle. It's, hey, we're a great squad. We just won a World Series, and there's nobody that has enough that has much talent as us, right? You look at yeah. it that way. But then you look at it the other way where, hey, they got two side young candidates. Two guys that can go out and shove it to the other team. We still, maybe we don't need to overspend or do something big, but we kind of got to do something that makes sense to where we can counter that. Yeah, but I, I, I think that is exactly what we should do. But I feel like sometimes we people want to see the big name or something like that. You but don't need a big just name. trust the pro. Just trust, trust the way we've been doing it. I understand. Yes, we lost two out of three, but we did win one. Mm -hmm. So we did win one. So. Just let the process move. Just exactly. let them do how they're doing it. You know, we might spend, we might not. So just be prepared if we don't spend that big money on Mr. DJ LeMayhew or Liam Hendricks. Doesn't happen, doesn't happen. Does happen, awesome. But there's going to be, again, those people, be ready. We're like, oh, we shouldn't assign them, all that stuff. It happens. It's the life of being a fan. We are fanatics. We go crazy. Exactly. And uh, some good news, actually, on the horizon. Stan Kasten came out the other day and said, relax, people, don't forget. Mookie Betts came in February. Yeah, that's true. Kind of hinting that's towards something coming later on. Now, if they go out and make a big splash, hooray. I'm happy. If they don't, I'm going to look at it and say, we're fine. Yeah, we're this, we're taking the same team we won with. The team, the guys that you brought back to the bullpen, the big up, not big upgrade, but like you said, we, we signed Blake, right? Mm -hmm. Check. That's a check mark off my box right there. All right, we did yes. something to stay... Quali have quality in the bullpen and stay competitive, right? And you bring back, um, they brought back some other guys for the bullpen that are kind of projects. I'm like, I like, I still like the idea because we're still t tinkering, trying to figure out what else mixes, right? Because you yes, yes, have, yes. if you look at their actual bullpen, they still have like seven guys on the roster that are bullpens that are quality bullpen guys. No, you're right. You're right. So I like those moves. And like you said, if DJ comes, DJ comes. Now, uh, my DJ assumption comes. is DJ's only coming if Justin says, guys, I, I want a longer contract or I want more money. Yeah. To me, that's the only way that happens. And if that happens, I kind of tip my hat to Justin and I say thank you for everything. And you deserve your four-year, $40 million contract or whatever it might be, right? You've earned it. Go live out that life. Everything you need to accomplish, you accomplish. Thank you. Boom. DJ, you are the new Justin Turner. Yeah. Versatile. Can hit for average. 
has a bit of pop in the glove or in the bat, right? Yep. 32 years old is when we signed Justin to a four-year deal. Exactly. In no, my, you're right. In it's- my head, that's the offer that we're giving out there. He gave Justin at 32 four years, 60? Yeah, four years, 60. Yeah. I'll go up four years, 70. Fine with me. Yeah. So if that happens, I mean, happens. DJ, DJ is a guy I've been on my radar since he first left Colorado, and that's a guy that he is a professional hitter, if you've ever seen him before. Um, the amount of balance he would add to our lineup as a right-handed hitter is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like you said, Justin, thank you so much. Would I love Justin back? Of course, but we got to be smart here in how we play. The, the organization is smart, but we have to just think. Don't think with your mind on this one, not with your heart. Uh, no matter what happens, Justin Turner has a seat on the all-time favorite Dodgers of all time. No matter what happens from now on, we'll go into Dodger not, legend. It'll be a Dodger legend. Yeah, Dodger legend. But exactly, I'm just saying. Let's just it. If you walk, that's away. like the, that's like the highest one. But let's just say at least a hundred percent. Yeah, all the reunions, the Dodger fantasy camp that you would have gone to, all those 20, 10, 15, 20 years from now, Justin Turner is going to those. Mm-hmm. Justin Turner is going to be at the golf tournaments for LA. He is an LA Dodgers all timer. You know, doesn't matter what goes on. So if he signs somewhere else, it happens. It happens. Be prepared for it. As much as everyone loves him, we love him, but. He's got to do what's right for him, and the team's got to do what's right yeah. for the team. You can't just do it just because he is a favorite. Trust me. If he was 32, this would be an easier conversation, but he's 36. Yep. So you got to be smart. You got to be smart in what you're doing. Um, <coughs> you didn't mention <coughs> the couple of reclamation projects. Those names were Jimmy Nelson and Brandon Morrow. Of course, I think we did mention it just a little bit. Uh, one trade that happened already a month ago is Corey Knabel from the Brewers. Oh, yeah. I forgot These about are Corey. The guys. Yeah, Corey Knabel. We forget about him, right? Uh, like you said, we still have Victor Gonzalez. We still have Scott Alexander. We still have uh, Canley Jansen, um, Adam Kalerik. We also Dylan signed Floral. Tommy Canley. Um, it oh, yeah, is Tommy, he is, yeah, did go um, undergo Tommy John surgery in August of this year, so he is definitely out for the 2020, 2021 season. Maybe uh, at but, the tail end. but yeah, he's probably going to be out. Uh, but twenty twenty one is basically the project date for him 2022 sorry for him to start uh it's a relatively cheap deal it's a steal tommy canley has been one of the premier relievers really he's just been underrated you just you don't know him about uh, a lot about him even though he does play in new york which is like huge but he's under the names of chapman britain then probably him Uh, at that time it was batances they've had miller um they've had a lot of guys there so he he does get overshadowed he gets overshadowed. He's been a really good pitcher. I'm not saying a guy who's like the number one, but another guy that the, the, the Dodgers added. Now you have Blake Trinan, which is a two-year, it's a one-on-one team option. Um, this year, obviously, we're going to miss a couple names. Well, maybe just uh, for sure, Tommy. Hopefully, these guys are healthy. But let's just say next year, we're looking to 2021, 2022. You have Blake Trinan, if the team keeps him. Tommy Canley coming back from Tommy John, ready to go. Let's just say Corey Knable signs an arbitration. He's there again. Um, those are three big relievers. A little older, but um, they're there. Jansen has now phased out because I think this is his last year in his contract this year, right? Hey, you forgot. State. Don't forget, you, you got Gatterall still you becoming. Gatterall. You had, like you said, I, Victor. How many things we have? Dylan Floro, um, who I, I I told you I like. I'm, Dylan Floro, I forgot mistaken, about Dylan I think Floro. Kelly's still in the books. Is it three-year deal, four-year deal? Joe Kelly? No, yeah, Joe Kelly is one more year. They signed him to three years. Okay, so this is last year right here. This last year. 
So that's why I didn't add him. But do you see how many names we have uh, for this year, next year? How do you think our bullpen? I think it looks pretty good. It's I think solid. it's. I think it's shown that you need to do a um, plug and play kind of thing. It's not like these are the guys we're going with. This is the only thing you got to be analytical, yes, but also like we talked to Jeff about yesterday, gut feeling. Sometimes this guy's not working. Go to this guy. Move this guy around. It's okay if he doesn't pitch the sixth, the seventh, the eighth. He doesn't have to pitch one more yeah. thing. So now you just have a, a bunch of guys. Um, hopefully, I mean, the guy I really want to see, I hope so, because I've heard that they really like him. He really liked us with Jimmy Nelson. Um, I hope he just – I want to see him pitch a little bit. I know he has good stuff. So hopefully he's able to come up and, you know, show out. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, <clears> you know, like – you know, it's just hard right now because we got a lot of, like you said, reclamation projects, guys that are coming back from injury. Jimmy Nelson – I think pitched like one uh, bullpen session. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's just unfortunate, you know, he gets hurt. So I think they're really excited about him and what he can do. Remember, that's a starter gone to reliever. Dodgers Mm -hmm. have had success with that. Yeah, Morrow, Alex Wood has done it. Julio's done it. We forgot Julio could be a closer in two years. Yeah. If the Dodgers really, really really need it, they're like, Julio, you got the stuff. You're the closer. Um, there's just so many pieces. When I look at the Dodgers, the only thing I look at right now is left field. Okay. You're a little worried about left field. It's a little, it's a little uh, weak. Right now, A.J. Pollock and Chris Taylor. Mm-hmm. Right? That, mm-hmm. That's who's on the books. You know, Kike yep. might come back. Jock might come back. Who, who knows? Um, in the minors, you have D.J. Peters, who should be ready by now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would like a left handed bat I think to kind of mix that's the one position where I'll say hey if you want to platoon left you can platoon left because we haven't seen a guy there that handles both like great yeah yeah I mean it's and second base is oh I was gonna say second base is open but second base is probably Lux uh third third base probably a mix of Taylor and Rios as of now in the books I I would live with that at third I think it'll work I'm just more worried about left than I would be about third. Because I really like Rios. I know. Really? Yeah, I, I I think the swing is great. I think he's athletic enough to play. No, third. no, no. I, I, like, I like Rios too, but I, I think third base is more of a priority at the moment than left field. Left field. Oh, you like, I think, you're okay with AJ and uh, Taylor? Yeah, because I think they've already shown that they kind of can do it, like that kind of platoon. AJ, well, AJ basically played almost all year last year, yeah, and he was good, he right? So you're hoping he does the, the same. Before. If he doesn't, you do have a fallback plan, which is Chris Taylor. You have, like you said, um, maybe Zach McKinstry if he really oh, shows yeah, up, right? Zach you McKinstry. forgot about – this is just a lot of guys. I know we have so many guys who can yeah. be added. Um, but third base for me will be the one where I think you need to fill in a little more um, because, you know, for now, shortstop is set. Corey Seager, that's your guy. First base, Max Muncy, I know you're bad, but he, that's your guy. Catcher, Will Smith, that's your guy. Yeah, Mookie, that's your dude. Ballinger, that's your guy. So now, left field, yeah, it's a little, but you have someone who's done it, AJ, who can do it, and Chris. And then third, even though I do like Rios, like we did talk about, he is more of a unknown technically, right? Him, McKinstry, um, you know, Taylor's a more platoon guy. So that's why I'm like, mm. And third is a nice cornerstone position to – see for the future and if edwin rios is a guy that's okay i'm okay with that he needs to I'll, I'll give him the shot and show it but for now i'm taking it as like they're not as comfortable with him maybe they want someone else maybe kind of thing i think they're okay rocking with them for the year i think that's mm-hmm. why there's not so much like you haven't heard so much chatter in my opinion yeah mm-hmm. um dodgers are looking for this 
Dodgers are looking for LeMahieu. Dodgers are trying to sign Turner. Dodgers are trying to do this. Dodgers, you know, they're, I think they're like, they look at him. I think he's going to be turning 25 this year. It's kind of make or break yeah. time, right? Are you yeah, a starter yeah, or is. are you a bench guy? Mm-hmm. It's, it's time to find out. And I think they'd be okay rocking with them. Now, if all hell, go, if everything goes to hell, and this dude's batting 200 in June, July, mm-hmm. then that's when you'll probably see something happen. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he'll be but turning I, 27 in April. Oh, he turns 20. He's already 25. Or he's 26 yeah, already. He's 26, yeah. Make or break time. Exactly. Yeah, that's the only reason. Because like, if he was a little younger, then I'd say maybe they give him the chance. But there's a reason why they haven't really given him the thing. Now, is it fair to him? Probably not. But do they know something we don't, obviously? Because every time we see him hit, right, he's dang- He's a dangerous guy. But he is so far the three well, true outcomes, like homer, strikeout, or walk. He right? has been one of those guys. But um, to me, he's kind of been backed up. Because who are you going to take out? Justin Turner? Yeah. Probably, no, yeah, of no, course. Right? No, I agree. Max you're, Muncy you're right. probably stays at first. Mm-hmm. Now, what I have seen him do, I believe, is play a little bit of the corner outfield. He did left. Now, yeah, if he's they my he platoon guy in the left. Him, Pollock, and Taylor kind of rotate it. Because remember, Taylor might rotate at second with Lux being the lefty. If yeah, he's not yeah. showing to hit the lefties yet. Um, it's, it's an option right there, right? Uh, that can happen. Now... The move that I'm expecting, if it's not DJ LeMahieu, is the trade for the guy in Chicago, who will mm-hmm. then take over mm-hmm. third base all day. Yeah, how about the guy in Cincinnati before? I know oh, we're, I we're saw close that. to wrapping yeah, up. Yeah, but... yeah, I saw that. Um, surprised. Very surprised. Pre- yeah. Uh, Eugenio Suarez on the list. Yeah, you. yes, I know that they also kind of mentioned Moustakis, but I was like, mm, prop, I would prefer not. Uh, no. Suarez is a guy who has done it, a lot of power. Um, might be a little bit more. What do you think? Would it take a little bit more to pry him away from Cincinnati than it would from Chris Bryant in Chicago? I think it also depends uh, on the contract, huh? Jed Hoyer just took over in Chicago, right? And he's probably yeah. trying to get rid of that Theo <laughs> To me, yeah, you want your own start, right? You want to start fresh. You yeah. have these guys. They have to look at each other and say, long-term or not, right? You look at Chris, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Bryant. Are we keeping him long-term or not? Not. I don't need a best package out there, but I need a decent package, right? Yeah. Now, Eugenio, on the other hand, I don't think he is arbitration eligible yet. No, he is already a six-year – I'll tell you right now. I looked up his contract. A six-year vet. um, He signed a deal, so that's the thing. That's what we got to remember. He signed a six-year, $66 million contract, which for a guy who has put up his kind of stuff is not bad. It's a deal. It's $11 million. Uh, here's the thing, though. You will have if you trade him. Let's just say this year he will be making 10.5 million, which I think for a player like him is not bad. No, that's no, not a lot uh, at all. Um, this, I mean, t- 2020 was not a good year for him. Again, like everybody, like we said, 202, 15 home runs. Uh, but the year before, 271, 49 home runs, 103 RBIs. The year before that, 283, 34 home runs, 104 RBIs. So back-to-back seasons before the last one of um, an average of 40 home runs. And 103 RBIs. You have his stats, right? Do you, can you see if he's won a gold glove or been in contention? Because I think he has. Yeah, I think he has two, but I can double check for you. Thank I just you. want to double check give me, that Just give me one second. Me, uh, but while I, I'm on that, so he signed that deal. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So no, he signed it in one, two, three, four, five, six. He signed it in 20, technically last season. Technically, he's won that, that season because he's under contract until 20. 
2025, which he will be 33. It's not a bad deal to have someone who's put up those numbers since 33, which that tells you, though, it would probably take a little bit more to pry him away from Cincinnati. The only thing is that the Dodgers have going for for them with the Reds, they have really good relationships. Uh, I think the Dodgers and Reds have made like five or six trades within the past three to four years. Yep, they have. They've Even done the a next lot. one in, in what the uh, world nice is. Little, uh, it looks like they're actually able to communicate and put together packages, right? Like nobody's yes. going to go too far this way. Nobody's going to go too far this way. Like, I think they're able to work something out. Um, to me, if you go if you go Cincinnati, you probably have to give up more. So you're <laughs> probably giving up Gosselin. Maybe even Lux, to be honest. No, I don't think you're giving up Lux. I don't know. I don't think we are either, but they would probably well, ask for him. I think that's the first ask. First ask, Lux and Dustin May. That's That should be your first ask. When, when they cheap, say, yeah, of course, of course. When they he's say, let's cheap, get to uh, reality, then mm-hmm. I think it changes. Where you get a package, maybe Gosselin, Rios to cover third. Yep. And maybe like a Peters and a younger prospect. Yeah. Now, either one of those packages, you're not giving up Ruiz and you're not giving up Lux. In my in my opinion, you should not have to. Really, I think you do. I think you give away Rios for sure. I no, think no, Ruiz, Ruiz. Oh, Ruiz, Keeper, Keeper Ruiz. Keeper. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. I don't think so. In either package, you, you shouldn't have to give up either one. Those aren't top now, ten guys. Question: If you for Suarez, mm-hmm. maybe Gonsolin and Ruiz. Do you do that for those two? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, as, because as a Dodger, as a Dodger I fan, I can. Dodger side. I'm sorry, things, say that again. As a Dodger side of things, I could, I can live with that. I can do that. Yeah, package. because, um, really quick, one more time, just for the fans as well, because you're Dodger fans. Since let's just say 2016, so 2016 has been five years of production. 21 home runs, 26 home runs, 34, 49, 15. Of course, COVID season last year. RBI 70, 82, 104, 103. Um, average has been 248, 260, 283, 271. So I think he's a 270 hitter, 35 home run kind of guy so far. Uh, you did ask about the defense because that is important as well. You have to be aware of that. Uh, defensive run saved, which is, you know, kind of tells you a little bit about it. Um, 0. 0.4, 0.6, 0. 0.3, negative 0. 0.3, negative 0.2. So not uh, that good. That's the only thing. He's it's mediocre, but in, I think Justin in, Turner in, in, was negative. Yeah, in his seven years, technically he's a zero point five, so he's a little, a slightly above average defender. He's an average defender. That's what you're saying. So he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. That's good. Um, so it depends how much you take that to account. But it's not a guy who's you know going awful and obviously not saving you any runs. Will he save you runs? Probably not. He's probably just going to do his job. So um, there's a little update on Eugenio Suarez because that's a name that did come up. And of course, uh, contract wise, though. 10 million, 11 million next year, 11 million, 11 million, and then the last year's 15, which is fairly cheap for a guy. Yeah, no, that's, that's extremely numbers. cheap. By any chance, do you have Bryant's defensive metrics? Because I think um, he, he might be under, right? Is he a below average defender, technically? Uh, I believe this last year and maybe last, and then the year before that, he did score under, but I think he was decent. Uh, but let me go ahead and give it to you. Um, yes, his career, he's a – see, Suarez is a 0.5, so that's positive in his four years, right? Um, Chris Bryant, um, if they want to give it to me, I don't know why they're doing – why, why we got to do this. Uh, Chris Bryant is a negative 0.9. It's almost a zero, almost negative one. Yeah. Um, 
those are tough decisions. My assumption, Chris Bryant's probably the easier package. For sure. He probably don't have to give up at Unless all. Unless anything at all. Hoyer's just going out of his mind and saying, big deal or no deal. Yeah. That'd be my only thing. That's the only possibility for me on why that couldn't happen. If you had to choose one, who are you choosing, Maddie? I think I think I know uh, you're gonna say you could go with either one, but if you had to choose one. If I had to choose one I feel like Brian is the, is probably the one I would choose only because it's it's a cheaper deal. He's only there for one year. Maybe a change of scenery can really help him out. It's a contract year for him, so that's that's some good news sometimes for players that gives them extra incentive to compete to I mean it's not good. They should do it all the time. I'm not saying that's who Chris Bryant is, but I think it's just natural. It's a contract year. He might play out of his goddamn mind, right? And then all of a sudden he's an MVP candidate, which would be the best news for us. Like I said, cheap. Once that year's done, you go into next year, clean slate, let's just find another guy. Um, so I think I would go with that one. Slightly under that well, would probably be, if it's a trade style, Yeah, I would look at the Eugenio one, maybe over the, because that's actually pretty cheap for, I just, I just look at his contract average of, 12 million for four years and a guy who's been hitting about like 30 home runs to 60. I mean, why wouldn't you take that? That's pretty good. No, it is pretty good. And, uh, <clears throat> the bonus with Bryant is bad year. It's fine to walk away. Good year. It's fine to walk. It's fine to walk away. Uh, because you'll have a hell lot of, you'll have a lot of options. Lindor, Baez, Story. You gotta, Cheers. you gotta re-up Corey already, but, there's options, even if that doesn't work out, right? Maybe, maybe Arenado, if he opts Arenado out, he could opt out, out in Colorado, which I think he will. Uh, you know, what? I don't know you if don't he has. So? I don't know if he's one by one by one by one, as in like opt outs, like every season or how many seasons he gets an opt out. Um, it would be tough to go out in the same class as all those guys to me. I don't know about for good, you. Good point. Good point. That's a good point. But That's you, you have to really think about. It. It depends there. on yeah. Well, depends on the season. Yes. Oh, that too, but there's five guys there that are 150 to 200 to 250 players. You're 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 right. You're right. I just so think how much money is there overall? Oh yeah. Well, even if he sucks it up this year and he hits 250 with 30 home runs or 25 home runs, if his glove is still good, more than likely somebody's gonna still take him at a big price because he has oh, five yeah. years of history to show that he can get out of it. Right. So. That's a tough one for him. For him, I would say he'd be better off getting traded and then re-upping with that team because the money is there, right? They already have this set aside for you. Can you tack on an extra $5 million a year? Yeah. Whatever it is. But huh. a lot of options. A lot of options out there, man. We will see. Uh, <clears throat> I think we're winding down. What do you think? Yes. Yeah, I think that is uh, a good place to to kind of um, go off of there. Uh, guys, thanks for listening today. Episode number 35. No, 45. 46. 46. Um, thanks for listening to us. Maddie, thanks for coming back. I hope you feel better. Thank you. Thank you. Don't worry. I'm glad I'm here. Um, like I said, uh, hopefully we can come into the studio and work together again soon, though. Don't worry. It will happen. Uh, but It'll definitely soon. But we definitely will have an episode, regardless if I'm in studio or not. And um, don't look out for those two episodes. This one and Jeff Rywin. The Jeff Rywin is great. Picking a mind of another baseball player. 
It's been awesome. Make sure you guys listen to that one, especially all you baseball fans. Of course, and guys, make sure you guys catch us on Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy.com. As always, everybody, much love. Much love. <laughs>